Hey, welcome to the Past Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Yep. And in today's episode, episode 18, we play Forza Horizon 3 for the Xbox One. Mike, what'd you think? I drove. Mike drove. Mike drove the whole time. I don't think I played at all. No. That's all right. I played it enough. Uh, so we talk about that. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to friends of ours over at Wicked Good Gaming. Uh, I was on their podcast earlier this week. You can check that out on their iTunes. Uh, if you search Book of Good Gaming, that'll show up. So shout out to Dom and Rob over there. Um, you can check out their website at wickedgoodgaming.com and follow them at social media under that same moniker, except for Twitter, where I believe it's Wicked Good Games. That being said, you can also check out all of, all of our stuff on social media. We have our website at ptcgaming.com. And our Instagram is pass underscore the underscore controller. And on Twitter, it's pass controller. So check us out. Give us a little subscribe, a little follow, a little download, a little bit of love. We appreciate it. Uh, and enjoy episode 18, Forza Horizon 3. Xbox, record that. Yeah, so the studios that make the Horizon... Well, not the, I think there's a separate studio that makes the Horizon series but the studios behind the forza series in general they're like very well versed in cars um right but i mean a game like this like it's really you really only have three important factors i'd say it's like controls Mm -hmm. uh you know if it's a game that is kind of in depth with cars. I guess there should be like a wealth of car realism, like as far as like how the cars, the physics of the game work. So controls, the game's physics, and the graphics. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's not a lot of other things going on where I feel like they can focus really heavily on like those three main aspects. That's fair. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you ever consider buying the old steering wheel controller system things for these games? No. Because you're a bitch. Whoa. Mike's a little feisty today. Uh, I think for just a couple of reasons. One, when you buy those like steering wheel things, because I did have one a long time ago for the original PlayStation, I believe. Or it might have been for PS2. Or maybe it was for Dreamcast. I don't know. At some point for an older console, between me and my brothers, we had a Mad Cats, which, fuck Mad Cats, we had a Mad Cats steering wheel for some racing game. And here's the, uh, the big issue with that is there's no, not a lot of weight to it. So, like, you put it on your lap, you put it on a table, however you're doing it. But it moves. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're, like, moving to... Like, if you're, like, using it too... Too hard, you're very rough with it, you're like, oh, look at me, I'm a bus driver, and you're whipping yeah. the wheel around. That's, like, that's my... That's, so that's, like, the other problem I have, too, with, like, fighting games. Like, it would be difficult for me to have my own stick, just because, like, I feel like it would move. I don't... I mean, I'm sure there are th- ways to keep it more stationary, mm-hmm. and that one's probably a little bit easier to keep stationary. But as far as the steering wheel, like, picture yourself, like... You're in a heated fucking battle, and you're like going left, going right. Like right. it moves right. At least in my, I bet the higher end. You got a Mad Cat's one, so that's like 
whatever. Those things are made out of oh yeah, uh-huh. cheap plastic and broken dreams. If you want to get like the the hardcore things, I'm sure they they've got some heft to it. Yeah, I'm so sure they we, do. And I mean, people with a lot of money, there's probably like things you can like put it into and yeah. and whatever. But I don't know. I just I don't really like. Maybe I'm just not good at. It. I don't play with like steering wheel controllers enough to be good at it. Yeah. Like I never used the steering wheel, the motion controls for Mario Kart. Oh, I did. Did you? I played Mario Kart at your house, and I was using the steering wheel. I remember that as choice, but like by choice. By choice. Is that like, how you Wii. played at your house too? I didn't have that one for the Wii U for the Wii. Okay, but I mean, you can still play it with just the the Wii yeah. remote. I know, but I didn't have I didn't have that Mario Kart for the Wii. Oh, okay. I only played it at your house because you had it, and then I was like, let me try out the steering wheel. I used it. But is that like your preferred? Is that how you would choose to play? Oh, I have no idea. I think it was the novelty at the time. I didn't give much thought after that. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I don't know. I forget why I even brought it up. I think I must have seen one recently and thought thought about it now. Or because we're also about to play Forza Horizon Three. No, it, it was definitely something on my mind before Forza. <laughs> oh, okay. That's weird that we picked fours in that. Yeah, I know. So, this game's fucking gorgeous. But yeah, I mean, I feel like you can focus on those three things mainly. Like, you know, when you have some of these other games, there's so many other aspects that go into it. Like, think about, like, an open-world game. You gotta... Like, there's so much you have to spend time and research on and then, you know, creating assets for certain mechanics that work in a game. Where if you're, it's a racing game, like, there's still a lot of time and effort that goes into it. But I feel like it's a lot more focused because it's only there's less things you need to focus on. A lot of time effort goes into it, but all of it goes into cars. Keep my fucking license plate too. Hey, listen. Uh, so we can uh, get this going real quick. I'll take you into my garage and you can pick whatever car, and we'll just we'll roll right. with that car. I haven't played this in a while, but this game is pretty fantastic, and it's it's a good it's a good social game too. Uh, because you can just drop into someone else's game. Like, me and Tal just drop in, we just drive around together. Oh, there is an update. See, I knew there was a fucking update. So the other thing that they do really well in this game is the weather conditions. Mm-hmm. Like, the rain, and now they added snow. Um, but all of the little additions here, like, the physics of the cars driving in these conditions is, like, really accurate. Like, it's a real good rendition of... Going into a lot of car accidents, because yep. I cannot drive in the snow. Uh, we can maybe skip Blizzard area, Blizzard Mountain. No, 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 Over, no, no. Overwatch I Mountain. I always thought I'd die in the snow in a car accident, so this is gonna be a good practice for me. But it's a good, like it's a, it's just a good open world, driving around game. Like it's a good game to relax to. Like I don't, I don't. Oh, you have to buy. It. I knew you. I knew it was paid DLC. Ah, so we're not buying Blizzard Town. Okay. So. Quick rundown of basically what's going on is go to Moo Moo Mountain. We can yeah we can tr- fast travel to some of these places mm-hmm. um, if you want to get to certain cities quicker. And I don't know so it takes place this game takes place in Australia. Um, I want to say too the parts of it that are in the game. Mm-hmm. I think it's an accurate right. I have to I don't fact check that. I don't fucking know. But I'm I'm pretty <laughs> don't fact check it. Just book, take his word for it. I'm pretty sure when the game was coming out. I think they said, like, it's, like, an accurate rendition of the parts of Australia it takes place in. I think. I'm not 100% sure. Regardless, I mean, it takes place in Australia, and it's fucking gorgeous. Okay. Uh, 
take a step back. There were air quotes around Australia, in case that wasn't clear to people that cannot see you. Yeah. Which means literally anyone besides me right now. Yep, and Navi. She's around here somewhere. But it the game setting is Australia, and I'm pretty sure it's a tried, uh, almost accurate dis- like depiction. It might not be. Just like Fallout 4 is an accurate depiction of Boston. Well, Fallout 4 is... It might be more accurate, even though it's not accurate. Like, they cut out a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a much more condensed version. I don't fucking know. What, why are we even discussing? I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like fact-checking it right now. But basically, it takes place in Australia. I don't know where we are right now. Australia. <laughs> On the map, Mike. So we can stay in my fucking Subi if you want, or we can go into the old garage and you can see what I got. Drive into these people who came to watch you, you drive. Can just kill people. It's fine. Can't really kill people. But it's 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 a different enough game. Like the mainline Forza games, they're just too technical for me. I got not a big. I'm not into that. Like it's not my style of game. Um, but what makes this cool is like there's races you can do and all these events you can do and there's other side missions. But at the very end of it too, if you don't want to do all that stuff, mm-hmm. you can just fucking drive around. And, like, just dick around. And it's, like, fun. And when you, like, me and Wang and, and Todd will drive, just sometimes hop on and just, like, fucking drive around and just cause a ruckus. Oh. So. Congratulations, you. I got, a, I got a couple of different car options here. So you can just flip through, pick what you want. Okay. That's garbage. That's, no. Maybe. Nah. Mike's flipping through the old car selection here. I haven't played this game in a while. But it is a fantastic game. You could probably find it for a good price now, and if you're looking for, you know... Oh, I'm going to drive around this Hondo. Oh, oh, oh. There's a couple of uh, different, you know, good aspects to a game like this. Where one, I mean, there's a lot to unlock and a lot to discover, so it's a, it definitely has its legs. Like, it can last for a while for you. And it's a good game to kind of just kind of relax to as well, because, you can, again, you can just drive around and, and dig around. It's a good social game as well. I already said that, but... Oh, you're going to bring that Honda. In this Honda, I already forget what it's called. No idea. Not a car guy. Not a car guy. So on on top of this uh-huh. game, the developers of this I should probably look at the fucking see the developers since we're talking about this fucking game. Uh-huh. And I know it too, and it's gonna piss me off when I fucking look at it. Drive. Playground games. Turn ten. I believe it's playground games. They're, they actually announced recently that they're working on a new type of game. A non-Forza game. Oh. Which has got me kind of excited because I'm assuming that... I think they said it's an open world game. So I'm assuming that they're going to have uh, vehicles I'm driving in the wrong way. You can drive whatever fucking way you want. Well, no, you're in Australia. I think it's... Well, those guys are driving directly at me. It made me feel like I was... Yeah, you can do whatever you want, Mike. There's no rules. Okay, well, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to follow the rules. Um, but yeah, the guys from Playground Games are working on a new, unannounced, open-world game, which I'm excited about the aspect of there will probably be vehicles in it. And, I mean, the controls in this game are very good, so... I mean, it's, I feel like there's a lot of games that, you know, are open-world games, and they fuck up on the controlling sometimes of oh, vehicles boy. and shit. So it'll be nice to see 
see that. I just wrecked your car. I'm super sorry. Uh, uh, okay. You can uh, change the aspect of the game to the, not the aspect, but the. Uh, I don't. If you want to be first person, I hate first person in racing games, but you can do that if you oh, want. Oh, how do I do that? Why I think. That's just. Oh no, that's the rewind in case you're in a race and you want to like redo what you did because you fucked up. I. I don't know what you just pressed. Cancel, cancel out whatever it is. All right, let's try X. Nope. Uh, then maybe it's the D-pad. We're good at this game. Yeah. Maybe it's select them. I just pressed Y again. <laughs> just press A. Yeah, there you go. Uh, press select. Nope, that's the map. Let me see this for a second. Yeah. Press some buttons. There's gotta be. There we go. Right bumper. Right bumper, of course. I can't drive first person in cars. Well, maybe if you had that steering wheel we were just talking about. No, it's too confusing. Because you don't... Like, when you're in a real car, you can see more to the left. Like, you can see more of your dashboard when you're looking straight. Like, the the peripheral vision is what is missing in a, in a fucking situation Oops. like this in a okay. video oh, game. Oh, oh, dear. Oh, no. I think the car you pick, too, is like a... Drifts a lot because it's, it's probably a four wheel, uh, front wheel drive car. Oh, just like my car. You'd be zooming around. Yeah, I don't think you're driving 70 miles an hour on set on regular roads with your car, though, are you? Um, well, it depends. <laughs> if I have a place to be, or if I just am reckless. And... Are you in a race right now? I don't know, but these cars seem like they're going someplace, so I'm gonna follow them. Oh, you're in a convoy. I don't fucking know what's going on. I haven't played this in a while. Oh, my God, boy. Ooh, 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 boy. I think you're driving to a an event. Okay. Now, ooh, oh, I just, oh, boy. This guy, oh, oh, no. Oh, I'm really... You crack your windshield. So there's no no cops or anything. You can hit things, Mike. It's a, it's a well, racing it's, game. <laughs> I know, but I have to call these guys back up and be like, hey, exchange some insurance, or, oh, my car can't drive in this. Never mind, I don't want to do this. How do I brake? Okay. Now, we uh, really need to get get the video captured for this because this is just nonsense right now. Turn around, these guys. So yeah, I'm excited to see what they, you know, eventually announce with the game they're working on. Maybe it'll pop up at E3. Who knows? Well, they're just fucking well, they are in by a hurry. Okay, fuck, guys. Like... They probably did something illegal. I'm gonna follow them. Start calling the cops right now. <laughs> so. I'm doing a lot of thinking about the games that are coming out this year. Mm -hmm. What uh, what are your like ex like what are you excited about? We I mean we got a lot of a year ahead of us still. There are games coming out this year. There might be a couple. There's a handful, small handful. Small handful. Okay. Yeah. Oh god. Oh, you see, this is why I can't talk and drive. Just rear into that guy. Yeah, I'm never gonna get in your car. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> you fart too much. I do fart a lot. Uh. Listen, there are like, there have consistently been like three games for me that I care about coming out this year. Actually, not consistently. It was two games probably, and one of them was uh, Cuphead. So that's always been on my list. And then Fuck now yeah. Splatoon 2 is on my list because Splatoon 2 is coming out. Fuck yeah. So is there a third? There probably is. I just don't know what it is anymore. When I see it again, I'll remember. I mean, both of those are definitely on my excitement list of things I'm excited for. Obviously, Zelda is probably my most anticipated game. And less than two weeks away, I'm fucking my body's ready. 
but we got Halo Wars 2 is coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, actually, next next Tuesday. This upcoming Tuesday it comes out. Uh, I'm a fan of RTSs, and it looks like a solid, solid game. I played the beta when it was in... Uh, actually, I think it was an open beta. So the beta was fun, so I'm excited about that. This car does drift. I need yeah. to go to Drift City for this one. I mean, you can go back to the garage and switch it out if you want. I don't know the garages. Go to the map and just hit a garage. You can no, probably fast travel to it. But what else? So what else is coming out? We got, I mean, Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah, sure. No? Not something you're... I mean, I'll get it, but I think I'll get it. At... Oh, God, that car's coming right at me. Uh, I'll get it, but that's because, you know... It's Mario. Looks like a looks like a decent game. So you're not excited about it? You're just gonna get it because it's Mario? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember being excited for a Mario game before. You've never been excited about a Mario game? No. Sunshine? I don't think I was excited for Sunshine. I just got Sunshine because I got a GameCube. Interesting. I wonder if other people feel that way. I mean, I get excited about Mario games, but I'm like fucking jerking off to Nintendo in the corner. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think Mario games fall into a a category for me. I don't know what it is yet, but it's oh, oh he flashes high beams oh, at you too. Boy. He did all the. It's because I'm in Australia. I should not be. Can we go to America? <laughs> this is ridiculous. The roads would be much worse. This is ridiculous. I'm driving. I'm on you know the right side of the car, and I don't know what's going on. You can get out of this aspect. That doesn't help me. On this point of view, rather. That's what I was... That's the phrase I was trying to get earlier, was point of view. Passing these guys by... That's a tree. That's a telephone pole. Oh, oh boy. (coughs) So you're just not ever excited about Mario games? Yeah. (coughs) I mean, they're good games, it's just like... I didn't... Okay, okay, I'm gonna pull over. Is he not pulling over? Oh, that... Piece of shit. No, Mike. Why would he pull over? This isn't like this isn't like an accident, Sim. Like you get into an oh, accident, it's not like oh, let's pull over and exchange info. This is probably his fault too. I'm gonna I'm running him off the road. Now Mike's just getting turned. Mike has road rage right now. He's just smashed into a tree. <laughs> I mean, oh, was it trash day? I definitely yeah, it must be trash day. Run over some barrels. No. Oh oh boy. Yeah, lost train. I lost my track of thought. That's another car. Yep, a lot of cars. Mike's hitting a lot of cars. cars. I mean, I... I definitely get excited about every Mario game. But, I mean, not every Mario release gets me to the excitement level of some of the other ones. Like, for Odyssey, I'm fucking pumped. It looks dope. I mean, I'm excited for a new full 3D Mario. I mean, 3D Land was a 3D game, but it was... I don't know. I, I think I might. I think it might be more classified as like a two point five D, where it's like maybe maybe it is a three D. It's just not. It wasn't an open world where this seems like a more more Super Mario sixty four. Yeah. Or uh, Sunshine or or uh, Galaxy. Which I mean, I love all of the different perspectives for Mario games. So I like when they switch it up. I like when they do two D ones. I like when they you know do other types of things. But it's been a while since we you know Galaxy two was. A Wii release, so I don't, I don't even know. Probably six, at least six years ago. Wow. So it's wow. It's a, it's a good change. I'm excited for that game. Uh, what else is coming out this year? We get Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh huh. 
that's going to be a fucking smash hit, I'm sure. Uh, Rockstar really doesn't fuck around with their games. Unrelated to any of this, how do I break? Uh, the left trigger, I believe. Okay. And then A is probably your E-break, so that will like make you drift more. Okay. I'll probably mm, test these things out since I'm in the drift car, and I'm the drift king now. Oh, Drifty McGee. That was just a hard break. Alright, so A is probably my... Yeah, A is your drift break. Where is this guy That guy said, I don't give a to. fuck. He said, fuck you. He said, eat my dust. He said, you're too slow. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a fucking head-on collision. Oh, uh, I've died multiple times. Yep. You, yes, you would be 100% dead a long time ago. That guy's name's McCreed. <laughs> you just got McCreed, Mike. Assassin McCreed! Jesus. Mike. Uh, you're probably near the garage. Actually, right there is the festival site to the right. All right, well... If you want to change your car out. The Surfer's Paradise festival site. You can pull into there. All right, let's see if I can drift into it. Oh, there you go. Look at the Drift King. Oh, oh never mind. I'm drifting around in this thing. Oh. But I kind of need to fix my windshield. If you go in there and come out, it will probably fix your car. I forget. Let's find out. I mean, if you really want to go fucking banana town, we can go to the desert and you can hop in the dune buggy and you can just fucking be flying around. Drifting all over the place. Nah. Oh, I'll have to press X. Yeah. There we go. That, that'll be the way. Let's see. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 Rockstar doesn't really fuck around. I mean... And this is the there's a there's a small handful of developers. Blizzard's one of them. Rockstar's one of them. Uh, there's there's a couple more out there that they don't need to have annual releases. Like they can they can take their time. And I mean again they're in a different category of developer where they have the assets and they have the money to you know make a Grand Theft Auto that comes out every you know, five or seven years. Like, they don't need... Like, Grand Theft Auto 6 isn't coming out the year after Grand Theft Auto 5. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, you know, Activision is sitting there milking their fucking stroking their bone, putting a Call of Duty out every year. I'm on the wrong side of the road. Putting a Skylanders out every year. This is actually... They came out recently and said that this is the first year that they're not having a Skylanders. I think all kind of games are falling off. I, I still think Skylanders is doing well, I think that they're just slowing it down, like because put pumping out a new game every year. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure consumers are like, I see what track. you're doing here. I see what you're doing. So, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they still are supporting their most recent release because it's coming out on the Switch, Imaginators. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's definitely not dead yet, but they're not gonna release a new Skylanders this year. We should probably give Skylanders a go at some point, just see what it's all about. I mean. Apparently, I own one of the games. I have... I have the one for the 3DS. Yeah, I think I gave it to you. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah, I got it for like a dollar. Yeah, I know. Now it's just been sitting around. I have two of them. And they're just sitting in my closet. I have three of them, actually. I have one of the first game, Spyro's Adventure. And then I have two of the Giants. And, uh, and then I have Trap Team for the Wii U also in my closet. I've never opened any of these games, but... When I can get games for like a dollar, I just get them because why not? I have a problem. Yeah, yeah. Infinity is also another one that at some point, like, I know it's dead. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't wish know I bought all those games when we were at Toys R Us. I know. I mean, they very frequently now, mm-hmm. like between Best Buy and Toys R Us, have been putting DI figures on sale just because at some point they're just going to clear them out completely. 
that's when we should probably wait for is when they're like alright time to can finally yeah but by that time all the good ones will be gone or will they we'll just find the Toys R Us that no one fucking goes to we'll go to New Hampshire oh, I hate when we drive up to New Hampshire oh, oh that car. car I thought it was parked yeah see you, you, you're driving like an American right now Mike because you're on the wrong side of the road every time yeah see well I have to pass these guys yeah fuck those dudes this guy uh, you can fucking yeah, get go go straight. Get just fucking blow through this. No, drifting motherfucker. Look at that burnout bonus. Great burnout. Don't hit the car. Don't hit the car real. Bang. Mike said I'm a fucking pro Genji now. Yeah, Tokyo Drift was my fucking shit. Was it really? It was like the first uh, Fast and the Furious movie I watched in its entirety. It was on TV. Fast and the Furious has gotten to this weird level of popularity like it i feel like it always had like a cult following and now i feel like it has a really mainstream from, following from what i understand they had the f the first movie which was okay the second movie which was okay the well, third person's movie. name queen cat peeler that so like so i hate to interrupt you but mm -hmm. what this game does is it takes other actual people from xbox live and puts mm -hmm. their ghosts in here like those are that's not a person actually playing but it's their car okay um so finish what you're saying sorry yeah so I believe after the third one, which was sort of like a, I wouldn't call it a reboot, but it was more like a, you know, they were, they did things different. It wasn't, um, what's his face? Vin Diesel? No, Paul, well, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker. Paul Walker was like, you know, the lead character, sort of. Um, so I guess with four or five, they started ramping things up a lot more. And I don't know, people were just got into it because like now they're now they're like legit just action movies yeah now they're cars. now they're just absolute nonsense I mean they've always been kind of nonsensical but now they're just like they weren't always before it was like simple hey you know street car underground street races and you know petty theft I feel like it's gotten to the point now and again I haven't seen any of now, these in a long like I think I've only seen the first two I may have seen the third one at some point but I did, I have not seen one after three, for sure. But I feel like it's gotten to the point now where... I think they are... I think they know that it's such a ridiculous concept for a movie and for a series to keep going that I feel like they're conscious of the fact that they're kind of just making fun of themselves. Not making fun of themselves, but it's like... It's ridiculous. They're like blowing up submarines. They're blowing up... Like I said, they've become like legit superhero movies but their powers are cars they, they have cars <laughs> um and and I like, hope this isn't true but I kind of feel like the the last movie got like a surge in popularity because Paul Walker died and I feel like again I, I and I don't know if it's true and I hope it's not true because it's just a shitty thing but I feel like some of the actors kind of like use that you know what I mean I feel like they would mention it a lot in like interviews and stuff and I 100% believe that those guys were you know they were good friends so they were sad that he died yeah well I mean they did fucking yeah. six movies together I'm sure yeah. they I'm sure they had some sort so of that, relationship so together so I'm surprised that they would mention it like that was yeah I guess friend. that's true and maybe it, I take that back yeah. then it's I just felt like I felt like a lot of the promo that I saw for mm -hmm. the movie the one that he you know passed away yeah during uh, I felt like I just heard it a lot, so I, I didn't even think about that. That yeah. I mean, it's six movies. They they clearly, if they've all been in the six movies, must like each other. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. 
Is Vin Diesel in charge of the property? Is it his property? I wouldn't say that, but like he's like, it, I'm it's sure one of the things I, that blew him up. I'm sure at some at some if point not, he if gained. If it was not the thing that blew him up, I'm sure at some point though he gained some sort of executive power. He might be an executive producer on the movies. I would be shocked if he wasn't, to be honest. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. I don't know for sure, but he's yeah he's. But basically, I guess I guess the point I'm trying to make is now, now that you made that point about them being friends, is. You know, I feel like the series is probably the most tied to Vin Diesel. Yes. So, if he, in fact, didn't like Paul Walker, I'm sure he could have been like, get this fucking guy out of the movie, we don't need him here. Mm. So I guess you're right, they could have, you know, they could have fucking threw Channing Tatum in there or something. They could have got some other I mean, they popular could, actor. They could have used the kid from the third one. Because the kid from the third one... I don't know the fuck that is. Yeah. Ludacris dropped out for a couple movies, right? Or just so, Tokyo Drift. So, here's what happens. You have the first one, which is Paul Walker. Welcome to the Fast and the Furious uh, edition of of our episode. You got Paul Walker and you got Ben Diesel. The second one, I believe, is the one that brought in Ludacris. No, I think Ludacris was in the first one, too. No, I don't think he was. Because basically what happens is each one has like a a rapper in it. So the first one had had, uh, Ja Rule. No, Ja Rule was only in the beginning sequence. Yeah. But no, I think ja, I think Ludo was in the first one too, because I'm pretty sure Ludo was like they went to him and like he was like the I'm a hook your car up guy. No, he was like their he's like the IT guy. They used him for like whatever. It was like a big race in the second one where they were in Miami. I I don't want to like spend airtime fact checking this, mm-hmm. but like because I don't want there to be any like just dead silence. Just but Ludo definitely was in the first one. Just look it up and I'll continue talking about the Fast and Furious. <laughs> okay. So you know. <laughs> By the time they got to the fourth one, things started getting ridiculous. They started, they started crafting this universe. Now you've got like these ongoing stories. That's what makes the trailer for the most recent one like so. I the first one came out in two thousand one. Yeah, I definitely saw the at least the first two. I owned them on DVD. Like I, I enjoyed them for what they were. Like they were like interesting, yeah. like cool, like you know whatever they 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 were what they were. And yeah, I looked real quick and I was like, Chris Hardwick was in the first one. <laughs> Uh, Ja Rule. No! Monica! Right, I'm just gonna ludicrous IMDb because I don't feel like flipping yeah. through all this. That's the only way you're gonna get to the bottom of this one. I can't spell anything right now. Jesus Christ. I go, yeah, those are those are brake lights. Um, what else was I gonna say? Oh, I can go straight. Anyway, I don't think I'm gonna see the most recent one in theaters, but. If we wanted to, if someone was like, "Hey, do you want to go see the Fast and Furious movies in theaters?" I would say, yeah, "I guess," even though I didn't see. Uh, I don't think I watched. Five, I guess you're right. He's not showing up in the first one. No, like I said, he they picked him up for the second one. It was like him and Tyrese because the second one didn't have Ben Diesel. Oh really? Right. I don't. I don't fucking know. And after, we're gonna stop this conversation. Cause... After the first one, Paul Walker like leaves because he was an undercover cop, and then he's like, "You know what? Did you watch all these movies? I do you like these movies. You know so much about these. Fucking I know plot. a lot about a lot of things. That's true, I guess. After the first one, he like he stops being a cop and he's like goes into underground street racing. So in the second one, he had gone to a different place entirely. That's what was part of like that street race. Okay, I'm just gonna keep playing. No, I'm just gonna do this. Change the, the radio yeah. station? <coughs> yeah. So they had a whole bunch of different characters in the Okay. Setup. 
So I don't even know how we got to that fucking tangent. But we're playing a car. We're playing a card game. So no, but we're I gonna think, talk about. I think that came up for some other reason, though. I think, I think I was talking about Red Dead Redemption, and somehow we got on. I don't even know. All right, roll the tape back. Let's go back to Red Dead Redemption. Then go ahead. I mean, all I don't even remember the point. I was the all I was talking about was that there's a handful of a small handful of developers that have the ability to. They don't need to pump out a game every every year, uh, but other games that you know other games that I'm excited about obviously Cuphead Cuphead Cupcake mm-hmm. Cuphead for sure is gonna be fucking baller and if it's at PAX again this year I'm probably gonna waste time and play it again cause great game it's a fantastic so what game. happened they, they're they're moving away from doing the I'm still dropping the wrong so the the original like core of the game I believe it was just an overworld and you went to bat- boss battles it mm-hmm. was just boss battles I think they're changing the scope of the game to add more platforming. Yeah. Um, my guess is that because it's a very difficult game, if, you, if you're not familiar with Cuphead, look up some videos or, or go to MDR's official site and check it out because it's a fucking fantastic game. The artwork is incredible. It's, you know, hand-drawn uh, in the style of, like, old-time cartoons. Like, what, what, what the year for that? 1940s, 1950s? Um, no, earlier than that. I would say it's reminiscent of, like, not Steamboat Willie, but, like, the other earlier Disney cartoons. So, like, 1920s or 30s. Yeah. It's it's a really great game. And I I really wish, I hope, especially because they're, again, changing the scope of the game. I think they're trying to make it appeal to more people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> opening doors. My cat just opened a door by herself because she does whatever the fuck she wants. My cat's have been opening up my door, and it's pretty impressive. But then again, I think my door is broken, too, so... At my parents' house, she used to be able to open the door to my bedroom. Like, she would climb, she would, like, be able to jump up and, like, twist the handle somehow and open the door. I don't know how she figured out that that was a thing, but... Watched you enough times. She's she's, like, oh, she's a very intelligent cat. Uh, but, yeah, the, the scope of the game, I think they're making it a little bit broader, or at least <laughs> adding more to it, because, again... I, it seems like a game that's taking a lot of effort by the creators, yeah. especially just just based on the art style, because I believe what they're doing is it's all hand drawn and then they're like putting it in and like touching up digitally. But the artwork style, the art style is amazing. I'm such a fan. I love it so much. My Cuphead shirt's probably going to be one of my pack shirts, like without a doubt. It's just so good. But Cuphead for sure is uh, one of the most anticipated games for me. Zelda, obviously, Splatoon 2, uh, Mario Odyssey, Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. and uh, Bungie is saying that Destiny 2 is going to come out this year. Oh, boy. Which, uh, you know, the original Destiny had got a lot of flack for what it was, but I am a... I was a fan of Destiny. I mean, again, it's it was... The Halo series, you know, back in the day, because the newer ones are, aren't, you know, Halo 5 was okay, but the Bungie Halos, I mean, the controls were amazing, you know, the the story and setting were good, and Destiny was lacking a lot of things, and a lot of the expansions that they did later in the year, you know, in the, in the year and a half after it was out, you know, they definitely add a lot of things to the game. Some of it felt like it probably should have been there in the beginning, but I think that they are a conscious developer. Like, they have a very... Bungie has a very active community on their, like, forums and stuff and on their website. Yeah. 
and they're kind of like Blizzard, where they're like they engage with their community, like they take feedback seriously. Uh, so I think that they aren't like a too proud developer. Like their ego is not going to get in the way. I think they're going to realize, like, listen, you know, we did fumble some things. Um, so in Destiny Two, we're not going to make those mistakes. So I I'm excited for Destiny Two. I'm I'm excited to see what they bring to the table because the the game was good. I mean, for some people it just didn't have enough to keep them playing it. But I still have people on my friends list that all they fucking play is Destiny. So I mean, clearly it has an appeal still. Uh, so I'm excited about that for sure. I'm I'm at least excited about to see the announcement and see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But that'll be a game I probably get on launch. Um. There's some other bigger games coming out this year. Uh, new Star Wars Battlefront. Okay, yeah. I'm excited about that. That'll hopefully be be a smash. Pick up the other one. If you can find it cheap, it's not a bad game. Mm-hmm. But like, I got it. You know, I got it around launch. I think I got it on sale probably because I probably got it with you know a discount or something. But mm-hmm. if I spent sixty dollars on that game, I probably wouldn't have been too happy. Like, it's a fun drop-in, drop-out. You don't need a lot of It was of one commitment. that didn't have uh, single-player, right? Was that what happened? Yeah, see, so that was one of the things they fucked up with that game is there wasn't really a single-player. The single-player mode was, uh... It was, like, kind of like a a very light horde mission, like, mode. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're gonna drop you on one of the multiplayer maps and kill however many people. I don't know. It was, it was not a single-player mode. But, I mean, it has good mechanics. It's a fun game. They capture the, in my opinion, they capture the atmosphere of Star Wars very well. Yeah. Um, it felt like you were, you know, in the Star Wars universe, which is important when you're, you know, that could just as easily be an army shooting game, but they they dress it in the environment of Star Wars very well. So you, you, you do feel that connection to the Star Wars universe, which is nice. Um, so I'm hoping with Battlefront 2... They they really need to knock it out of the park. Like obviously it will sell because it has Star Wars on it, and you know it's coming out probably close to when the uh, the Last Jedi. Yep. Oh, whoops. Comes out, but they gotta for for gamers they need to make a good game because they will definitely lose a lot of the gamer crowd if they don't make a good game. But that's that's definitely up there for things I'm excited about. There's definitely other games I'm excited about this year, and I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> that being said, though... Oh, did I not say Mass Effect? Because I can't fucking wait for Mass Effect. You did not. I originally was super excited that Mass Effect was coming out early in the year, but now that it's coming out within, like, two weeks of the Switch and Zelda, mm-hmm. that's shitty for me. Because I'm not going to want to split my time. And what's going to end up happening is I'm just going to play Zelda. So I probably won't get to Mass Effect or really get to dig into it until a little while after. But Mass Effect is definitely one of the you know, biggest games I'm looking forward to. I didn't mean to... Uh, I, like, I only have it for the Wii U. I have the, the third one that has like a... A summary of what happened the first two games. Yeah. And I played it for roughly 20 minutes, and then I stopped, and then I kind of forgot that I had it. Oh, no. Stop listening, Xbox. I fucking hate that it does that sometimes. What triggered it? It must have thought one of us said Xbox. Yeah. Stop listening. 
stupid fucking Xbox. Um, yeah, so Mass Effect, especially as far as, like, more, like, newer IPs are concerned, like, mm-hmm. the first one came out probably around 2000, 2001. It was on the original Xbox, I believe. Really? Jesus. <laughs> I did say Xbox. That's, that's, on, I can't that's, that's on you. Um, but... Maybe no, actually, I'm sorry. It was a 360, but it came out in the beginning of the of the of the life of the console. But the Mass Effect series, the universe that they built around that game, is so amazing. Um, like honestly, I would suggest even playing it on like an easy setting mm-hmm. or an easier setting just to get to know like the universe that they built and the they characters because it's I, so good. I think the the Wii U version that I picked up for Mass Effect 3 has a version that is more you can play it either like as a game or you can play it as a story where like you it's less about like you know the mechanics of going around and shooting yeah. the things and uh, more about like you know following the plot yeah I think I think uh, that's available on all of the versions of it. it's like the, th- the Xbox One and the in mm-hmm. the uh, PlayStation 1 because I'm pretty sure that Mass Effect 1 and 2 were exclusive to Microsoft. And yeah. 3 was the one that got put on all three consoles in that generation. Which is why the Wii U one has that little... Here's a summary of what kind of happened in the past two games. Because mm. the cool thing, again, about Mass Effect is that if you've played the whole series, your character and decisions carry over to the next game. So that affects the plot. Um, and it affects it might affect like who's alive and stuff like that mm-hmm. so a lot of cool like it's a very well crafted universe Bioware doesn't fuck around like you ever play Knights of the Old Republic nope you know what that is though yes so Knights of the Old Republic was another just fantastic such a great game I wish they would make a new one of those but they kind of don't need to anymore because they have I mean they have fucking their own universe an established universe that they don't really need to go back to Star Wars True, true. But I am very, very excited about Mass Effect. That being said, I mean, you get some heavy hitters coming out this year. And when you look and try to... Dis- like, at this point, for the games that we know are coming out this year, when I try to think about what the Game of the Year contenders could possibly be, like, Mass Effect... Could be up there. Will, will be on the list. And... I feel bad for it because I love Mass Effect, but I, I just think it's not even a question. I, I'm Zelda is going to win Game of the Year. It's it's already like last year at E3, it was the only game that Nintendo brought to E3 and it won Best in Show by everybody. Like that's saying a lot. Like they're they put they put all their fucking marbles. You know what I mean? Like they were like, no, we're, we we got this. Like Zelda's what we're doing right now. I don't think that Nintendo will do that this year at E3. I'd be surprised if they were like, you know what, this year, Mario, bang. Like, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think it would resonate the same way. Um, I think in the past few years, Nintendo has had like a a smaller presence at E3 and has been doing like their their direct. Yeah. Um, which is still cool because the good thing about Nintendo Directs is that it's directly to, to you. you. But they can kind of control it. Like, it's like, this is what we're going to show, and it's like very, it's targeted towards us. Like, we get to 
Because at the end of the day, sometimes nobody fucking cares what some reporter has to say about it. They just want to see the game or, or whatever. So I like that we kind of just get like a, you know, here it is. Here's the fucking trailer. Here's this. You are getting fucking smashing into things. It's been great for a while. And uh-huh. then I started getting cocky. But I think Nintendo this year is going to hit E3 a little bit harder. Um, and we'll probably see some things for Switch that we don't know about yet. I would assume. And I think we'll see a lot of third-party games get shown at E3 this year for the Switch. I hope so. We will. I I think there's a... As, as much as there is, like, that looming, you know, uncertainty, and, and, and there's definitely people out there that are, like, spreading the negativity. I feel like when you actually read people who have used the Switch, the opinion is, wow, this thing is amazing. This is going to change everything. So, <laughs> I have high hopes for it. <laughs> You're just fucking spinning on out of here. I figured he would go, but no, I was fucking burning rubber. Mm-hmm. It was great. So, we were speaking when we were speaking a little bit about Star Wars, I'm assuming you saw the two recent like leaks leaky type things. What, about Ray's hair? About Ray's hair, and then, uh, about... How Jedi is plural in Germany? Yeah. Spoiler alert for, you know, you there. I mean, so, from what I've been told, like, I, the, the pluralization thing... I guess doesn't mean as much as we think, but I forget exactly what that entails. I'd have to re-find that article, and I don't feel like doing that. I don't read. Wait, why do you think it means it doesn't mean... As... So, I mean, even when when uh, the title was initially released, people were like, oh, does that mean Luke's gonna die? I'm like, well, Jedi could be plural. I think they've, they use Jedi. No one says Jedi's. Yeah. Just, Jedi. So it was already in my mind like, okay, it could be plural. And then when when, someone, it, when it first got announced, I my initial reaction was, no, it's plural. Like it is plural. You know what I mean? But keep going. Um. But then that whole thing came out about how it was translated in a different language, and they used like the form that means more than one. So yeah. people were like, oh, okay, that means plural. But then I think I saw like a, a follow up to that saying like, you know whatever it 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 could still swing either way yeah i mean again though in any of the movies they definitely refer to jedi right. and and yeah. like octopi you know what i mean um i know what you mean that was a terrible example is that a word hmm? no octopi is a word yeah no that, that's what i meant yeah like it it's a but, plural without an s well what i was saying is you know at least the singular of octopi is octopus, so you know which one's which. You want to choose something like moose. Oh, yeah, that. but you got what I meant. Yeah. I'm an idiot, so. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I never took it as, oh my god, which one's the actual last Jedi? I mean, because A, unless they really want to fucking, like, really go away that no one really sees them to they're not killing Ray not in this movie you know what I mean yeah I would be I would literally would like I'll bet you a year of pancakes that they won't fucking kill Ray okay you know how I feel about pancakes a year of french toast with bananas 
I mean, I don't, I don't really understand how that bet would even work. If if they kill Ray, I'm buying you French toast every day for well every weekend for a year. Oh boy, that's that's bad for both of us. Please don't kill Ray. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, there's a possibility that Luke might die, but I don't. I also don't see it going that way either. I mean, death doesn't mean much in Star Wars if you're a Jedi already. You can come back as a goddamn ghost. Exactly. Did you? So did you look at the picture of her hair? Yeah. Well, did that like do anything for you? Like no, it didn't do anything. It didn't for do anything me for me because like they said, oh, it's different from what it was in the mo- in the first movie. I'm like, yeah, it does look different, but I also don't remember what it looked like in the first movie. She had like the three buns. The buns, in the back. yeah. Like I saw a picture of her it afterwards. Hair, yeah, her hair like, is definitely different, but like I don't think it has a significance in that picture. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, the thing was is that uh, while they were filming, whenever they showed her on set, she had a bag over it. Yeah, she covered it up. It's like a, like it was a big mystery. And now that I've seen him, like it doesn't. It's just here. I've gotten unless I've gotten there's something no in the back that is like yeah. a an illusion or something. Someone had. Uh, well, I don't know. There's. Do you remember what kind of hair Anakin had in? Yeah, that little string, right? The yeah. Padawan braid. Yeah. I didn't see that on her hair either, so it's not. But like it could be in the back. Could be. I don't know. I. They're super secretive about Star Wars, you know, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. so I'm not. The hair thing didn't really do much for me. What was more intriguing to... Oh, hit that billboard for me. The blue thing on the right. Okay. Um, Let me just back it up, back it up. The oh, thing, that, hey, hey, the hey, thing that I feel like nobody's talking about, at least not that I've seen, is did you see Finn's clothes on it? Um, yeah, but he's wearing the same... His his clothes was a little bit different, but not... It fine. looks okay. like he's Let wearing his jacket. Like, it looks like he has Poe's jacket on still. Mm-hmm. But if you look... Like, it looks like underneath the jacket, he's wearing, like, what would maybe be, like, a, like a Jedi-type robe. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. brown robe, white underneath. Like, it looks it looks like he's wearing clothes. Like, wait a second, why is he wearing this shit? I don't think Finn is going to end up being a Jedi. No, there's nothing, there's nothing to indicate that he's got any Force uh, sensitivity at but all. But that was the interesting thing to me out of that little leak was, was uh, ooh, press X, go to that. We'll find a rare car if you get to it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're in Australia, see? <laughs> Nothing about this game is accurate, except for their accents. $900, dudes. That's not a knife. This is a knife. I'll have to show you that video that at some point later. Mm-hmm. You might have seen it okay. already, but it, I don't know, it's pretty funny. Uh, press A on it, and then it will like give you a GPS. Is that and it? then press B, yep. So now it will just like guide you in the blue arrows. Um... So yeah, I mean, the, the the most interesting thing out of both of those leaks to me was Finn's clothes, and that's what nobody's talking about. Yeah, I don't. I knew it was wearing the jacket. I don't remember seeing anything underneath it, but I know when I was looking at that article about her hair, they had mentioned that his clothes appeared to be mildly different, but I forget what they had actually said about it. Yeah. So, as kind of a. a, a a little preface before I bring up this next topic is if you aren't aware I was a guest on our friends over at Wicked Good Gaming's podcast uh, Not Another Gaming Podcast and has got a fucking move yeah get the fuck out of Mike's way out of here uh, so I was a guest on their podcast earlier this week uh, it's actually up on iTunes now you can check them out at Wicked Good Gaming uh, if you search Wicked Good Gaming on iTunes it'll show up uh 
or you can you know get linked to there from our website because I posted it on our website and it's also linked on their website which I believe is wickedgoodgaming.com so check that out you know show them some love friends of the show shout out to Dom and Rob for having me on it was a good time but if you you know for some reason we're also privy to that and listen to that episode you're going to kind of hear some repeat info here or at least a repeat topic I'm going to bring up because I brought it up on their show was uh, poop for the most part at least from Nintendo yeah poop mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I did talk about poop if you're if you listen to the past three episodes of our podcast now you'll hear about poop and if you listen to theirs with me on it you'll hear about poop because mm-hmm. apparently I'm the fucking poop guy yep I didn't bring up the poop conversation. They brought it up, and I was like, why is this happening? Explain it away all you want. Listen, I just bring an aura. I'm like uh, that character from fucking Snoopy. Charlie Brown, the one with the dust around him. Pink pen. Just poop. Mm -hmm. Poop smells floating around me. Um, But anyways, so a question I wanted to bring up to you, because I have my opinions and I've been like, you know, doing some research on the internet, seeing if there's any leaks or rumors or, or what other people are thinking, but I have my own opinions and they had their own opinions as well. But for the most part, we know what Nintendo's bringing to the table for this year of the Switch. Mm-hmm. You know, we get Zelda at launch, you know, we got Splatoon, yep. we got the Mario Kart uh, Deluxe Edition, and we got Mario at the end of the year. Yes. And those are like the, oh, we get Fire Emblem Warriors. So we got like, you know, a couple of, and Xenoblade is supposed to come out this year. So we have like an idea, you know, and we have a, you know, a lot of good big name games coming from Nintendo for year one of the Switch. But there's, you know, obviously going to be some speculation and some concern of, well, what are they going to bring to the table next year? So what do you think Nintendo, like, forget it, we're forgetting about third party at this point, Mm because that's a whole other discussion. But what do you think Nintendo has to bring to the table in year two to kind of stay, you know, relevant, you know, continue to move consoles? You know, what what do we need to see from them? Um, my guess is, let's see, let's let's think about this logically here. Well, we could we could split it up too. We could do what do you think they're gonna bring, mm-hmm. and then you know if there's anything different, you could do you know what do you want to see. Given their track record, they already got the Mario game out. They got the Zelda game out. Um, I feel like they don't touch their other IPs as frequently. I mean, we might see like a Pikmin game, I guess, something, something like that. Like they're not gonna. Hit- Pikmin's definitely in development. Whether it's uh, whether it's you know gonna be a new game because I think the other one was being developed originally for the Wii U. So they, I don't know how that would affect the game switching over to the Switch. Switching it over, yeah, but uh, yeah, I could see Pikmin coming next year. Yeah, I don't see them really doing much with any of the other IPs, like you know, Star Fox or Star Fox. I would be surprised if we got a new Star Fox next year, simply because we just re- you know last year yeah, got, just got one. zero, exactly. which wasn't received well. I mean, they could. I'll I'll, I'll add my two cents after. But mm-hmm. what else are you thinking? Um, they're definitely not doing an F-Zero game, they're definitely not doing a... A Metro game might be a possibility, but... Uh, Why do you think they're definitely not doing an F-Zero game? Because they never do an F-Zero game. Yeah. <laughs> How is that a question? They never do an F-Zero but, game. Right, so, we're, so we're talking about... We're talking about, like, this new era Nintendo. Like, mm-hmm. I think that they 
have realized that they have to like do some things a little bit differently in order to like they can't, they can't fumble this console like they can't they can't come out swinging year one with Zelda Mario Splatoon you know Mario Kart 8 remake with a bunch of this you know extra stuff added in they can't come out swinging with all these big games and then year two be like alright well that was it like see you in two years like they they gotta keep the momentum going if they want you know the Switch to be a successful console and I think they are making a lot of strides in the right direction obviously there's still some things that you know are concerning or we don't know the full answers to like how, you know the internet how that's gonna be and know the the smartphone app that we're you know we don't have all the details on yet we're not sure exactly how that's going to run down um but i mean i think they want to try to satisfy as much of their core audience as possible so i think we're gonna see you know a new metroid game and i think you know i think f-zero isn't too far out of the out of the pipeline i think i think behind the scenes like we might not know, obviously, about a bunch. I'm sure there's plenty of games that they're working on mm-hmm. that we don't know about. Like, I would be shocked if they aren't working on a Metroid game, and or they haven't been for a while. And I'd be shocked if they haven't been toying around with you know an F Zero game, or I'm sure an Animal Crossing game is somewhere coming out soon because we never got one on the Wii Wii U. I mean, and the Wii U would have been a perfect platform for it with the touchscreen. Because it functions so well on the 3DS versions. Like, the 3DS version of Animal Crossing New Leaf is easily the best Animal Crossing game. And it just controls so well because that second screen. So, I guess what. So, you think that we're getting. Well, we, we, we do know one game actually that's coming out next year, or supposed to, is a mainline Fire Emblem game. That's one. The only game that they themselves had said is coming next year is Fire Emblem Main Series, which is huge. But again, that's also a niche crowd. Like it'll sell a couple million, but it's not going to put up Zelda numbers. It's not going to put up Mario numbers, which is fine. They need to cater to those people who want that too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit! But I think. I think we're gonna get a main a mainline Pokemon game. Possibility. They've said that they're working on a Pokemon game for the Switch. They haven't said what the game is. It could be Pokemon Stadium. But I think given the way the Switch works as a console, both docking and, you know, walking around with it, it could it could very easily be like a Pokemon game in that regard. Like it could be like they're like the third version. Yeah, something like that. It in in my opinion, if Nintendo wants the Switch to be successful, they have got to absolutely release a an actual Pokemon game. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, the rumor I believe is Pokemon Stars is what is coming for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um it doesn't have to be in that same storyline like the Sun and Moon storyline, but it definitely has to be a real Pokemon game. It can't be Pokemon Stadium, can't be Pokemon fucking Coliseum, or Shadows DX, whatever the fuck that other game was. Yeah. It can't be that. It has to be a real Pokemon game. So to find the barn, it's any... So pull up the map, select. 
that purple circle, mm-hmm. there's a barn somewhere in there that has a car in it. Oh. So anywhere in that purple circle. Okay. You can kind of see the purple on your mini-map. Yeah, where the road is purple. Uh, it doesn't even have to be on the road. It could just oh. be off the road, too. No, I mean, like, I understand now. Now I can see that it's the purple. a purple circle. Yeah, so it's anywhere just... in that purple circle is going to be a house of some sort or a barn. And when you pull up to it, it will do a little cutscene. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, maybe the Pokemon game won't come out next year, but it has got to be announced by next year. Like, it has to be, because that, that is a system seller. Like, Pokemon Sun and Moon, I'm pretty sure broke sales records for Nintendo as the fastest selling Nintendo game ever made. Um, Pokemon is a system seller. People buy a 3DS for Pokemon. Like, they don't have to even buy another game because they're happy with that game. Um, so if they give us a real, real deal Pokemon, you're talking about millions of people just to play that game. Like, that, you will sell millions of consoles just for that. So, I mean, they have got to be doing that. You know, an, an MMO Pokemon would be dope. I don't think we'd get that. I don't think we'd get that. At some point in the future, I think we will get that for something. But I don't think that's what they're working on now. Uh, and I and I do think that there's a there's a full fledged Metroid on the way. I can say. I think they need, besides Splatoon, they probably need something else that caters to that kind of demographic. Yeah. You have to think about what what are the popular games on the other consoles. And what can they do to get those people to say, hey, I need a Nintendo too? Yeah. Because, again, getting all that third-party support is great. You know, some of some of the third-party mega-hit games aren't going to, like, they're just not going to be able to run on the Switch. They're not going to get ported over. Mm-hmm. Unless the Switch has crazy install base, like if it has, you know, 20 million units out there this year, then, yeah, they'll port it over because it will make sense for them, for those companies, you know, financially to pull that stuff over. Um, but if the Switch doesn't have that initial install base, you're going to see less and less get pulled over, ported over. You'll see, you know, some some indivi- like Switch-made games, but you might not see Call of Duty or Battlefield or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, I, and I mentioned this on, on the other podcast, was they... Nintendo's lucky. They have all of these different intellectual properties... They have the ability to make almost any genre of game. Like, they they have so many different IPs that can fit into different roles. Like, Metroid is an amazing, you know, puzzle side-scroller. But Metroid Prime showed us that it could also be an amazing first-person shooter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do believe we're going to get a Metroid game next year. There it is. Here's your mind. Uh, I do believe we're going to get a Metroid game next year. Whether it's a you know a prime style game or a third person perspective, is yet to be seen. But I mean that would be a very smart way for them to attack that that demographic, especially because um, you know you you saw firsthand in Splatoon that might not be it actually. Um, try pulling up to that little ramp on the end. No, I was on that side. Uh, I mean Splatoon was a genre that Nintendo really has never dabbled in and it mm-hmm. did really fucking well for them. So, I mean, they definitely can make a competitive shooter. They can definitely do it. 
um, or work with a you know talented third party you know second party that can you know do it with them. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised. So I I believe that the Zelda is gonna be a smash hit. Like it's gonna fucking do really. It's definitely not that. So it's somewhere else. The Zelda is gonna be great for them. I can see since they've built this really. I remember in one of the earlier, you know, previews for the game, Nintendo talked about how they they developed a lot of physics engines and like specific game related like like back of the house stuff. Um that they said like, you know, a lot of the things that we've developed for this game will allow us to do, you know, a lot of really cool things in other games. So like they're they're creating a lot of like physics engines and stuff for that might be it for their games that uh there you go hmm. that like car that this game will allow them to either implement in other games or which I could definitely see them doing is maybe probably not in year two definitely not in year two but maybe year three or four we see a Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 just like we saw like, you know, Ocarina of Time, and they did Majora's Mask a couple of years later. That was the same engine, you know what I mean? So yep. they're building all these things that maybe we get a third, a second Zelda. Um, yeah, any other, any other, like, properties you think we'll see next year from them? So you think no F-Zero. Yeah. You think Metroid is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Pokemon is a possibility. Um... Like what other Animal Crossing is a possibility. I think Animal Crossing is going to happen. Um, Pikmin is somewhere in the pipeline for sure. We probably won't get a Mario or Zelda game next year because why would we get two in a row? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to. I I do think that we will see a couple. Not not all of them, but we will see a maybe one or two more Wii U games get a deluxe edition. And get it moved over to the Switch. And I honestly think that the next one will be Smash. And I think we might get a teaser of it at E3. Alright. Uh, you can... I can see it happening. I, I just... I think that... With Nintendo's directs in there lately... With what they've been doing the past two years with E3 and stuff... Because they've come out and openly said it... Is they're gonna... You know, they're gonna focus on... Not so much what's coming out in the future. We're going to do things that are telling you what's coming out in the near future so you can get excited about what's coming out soon. I think this year at their E3, they're going to be like, listen, we got all this shit coming out this year, but you know what? We got this coming next year. We got Because they they need to. They need to kind of rebrand their home console, in my opinion. I think Nintendo is conscious of some of their mistakes in with the Wii U and I think they're going to work yeah, actively yeah. To, to reverse that um so there was that did you see what got uh, not, oh, not announced but kind of got out in the leaked out in the open today with Sony today? yeah no so Sony a patent leaked from Sony that is a new type of something that looks pretty similar to the Switch. Oh. It's like a it's a tablet based screen with what look basically looks like a con- Sony controller cut in half and put on the sides. Oh. 
they're really trying to make this PS Vita thing work, huh? Well, that's what the speculation is. Oh, is it a new Vita or is it, you know, a new controller thing for the PlayStation? Because I, I think they sort of... How, how much integration was actually there with the Vita and the PS3? And the PS3? Wasn't it the 3? Because it was the... Because it came out around the time as the PS3, right? Yeah, I think so. I think there were some games that you could play on both. You could play on both, but could you, like, what... To like, what, use the Vita as a controller? Use I don't think controller, so. Or was there cross-play? Like, could I play... Could we play the same game and I could play against you? I don't think so. From... I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I could have sworn that was possible with, like, PlayStation All-Stars or some other game oh, that maybe. existed on both. Maybe with games that existed on both. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like Sony had a lot of kind of ideas like that, that they wanted to make work, and I don't think they ever really, like, acted on them. Yeah. Because what was the PSTV, too? Was that, like, a sim... I don't even know what the fuck that is, actually. PSTV? Yeah. They had, like, a PlayStation TV thing, which... I thought was like, take your fucking... I don't even fucking know. We're, I sound like an idiot right now. Yeah, I have no idea. What I don't you're feel like about. researching it. You're not talking about like PS View, right? No. The okay. View was like a TV service, right? Yeah, it still exists. No, they popular. they had an ex- accessory that was PlayStation TV, I believe it was called. And I want to say that it was something like... Maybe you could plug it in to another TV and you could link up to your... PlayStation 4 via the cloud and like play your games elsewhere. I think that's my. I don't fucking know. Now I just sound retarded because I don't know what I'm talking about. All right, great. But yeah, I think I think PlayStation had a Sony had a bunch of ideas kind of like that that they just never really fleshed out or or, or focused on. Because I see the PlayStation TV will pop up on clearance a lot because I don't think it was a thing that they really backed. Um, but I mean. Microsoft has a similar type of thing where they want to, like, they have the play anywhere. A lot of, like, Microsoft-made games or published games, this being one of them, I could play it on my PC, too. Right. Um, I really think that if the Switch knocks it out of the park, it's going to really revolutionize gaming in a big way. In a big, in a way that isn't, like... Like, the Wii revolutionized gaming because it brought in casual gamers. Like, so many more casual gamers. And it, I mean, it made, you know, motion controls popular. For better or for worse. Um, but I think that this would have a lot of more positive, uh, revolutionized things for hardcore gamers. Yeah, that's a good... I mean, it really opens up a whole new world for... A whole new world. Not necessary. Okay. Uh, we talked way too much about the fucking Switch on this podcast, but it's so exciting. It comes out in fucking a week and a half, Mike. Or maybe a little bit over two weeks. Huh. We'll, we'll see how you feel about it after... The day you get it, you... Oh, wait, you're going to be at a wedding. Well, the wedding is on a Saturday, so Friday I'm gonna be spending my day in the hotel room playing Zelda. All right, so we'll give you like a week to figure things out. (laughs) Well, that car, what was he doing? He was getting a blinker on. Yeah, he's trying to take a left eye. I'm gonna rush to go nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I 
I have high hopes for it. And all these people, and then I'll get off the Switch topic, but all these people that are like complaining about the fucking library of games, like you're getting a brand new Zelda game, and I'm sorry, but most of you people haven't what played. What the fuck do you mean, you people? Oh, you know what I mean. Most gamers haven't played Mario Kart 8. They just haven't. So, you should be excited about Mario Kart 8 because it's a fucking great game, and you probably didn't play it. So that is, to me, that's a that's a big title coming out because that's, again, a lot of people didn't buy a Wii U. But everyone who had a Wii U played Mario Kart 8. Yeah. But even me, like, I own Mario Kart 8. We played the shit out of Mario Kart 8. I'm still fucking excited for Mario Kart 8. I'm excited to play it again. I think it's very vital to run. Uh, 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 uh. I don't want to sing too much in case we taken down off SoundCloud. Oh, wow, we already got a season to Sis Lord letter. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about it. So how are you feeling about this game? Because I'm really going to talk too much about Forza. I don't know. I've just been driving. Like, but it's, I, like a, it's like a fun, relaxing game, right? Like, Yeah. I don't I don't know if I would ever break it out again just to do this. But it's, it's good because, I don't know, it's good for this specific purpose right now, which was let's try and play a game and have a conversation. Yeah. And we were sort of able to do that. Well, we didn't really, I mean, we didn't really go over... <laughs> A lot of like things you could be doing right now, other than driving around, because there are things you could be doing. Oh, I know, I know. There's there are things I could do, like actual tasks. But so far, I've just been driving it around in what I can only assume is a circle. Yeah, I feel like I look up a lot and see you driving in the same areas, um, which is funny because there's so so many places to drive I, to. I because I've been heartbreaking and doing weird drifts. I haven't been able to make any real sharp turns, so. What happens is either I just go straight, or if I attempt to make a turn, I do a complete like 180 me, and go back around to where I came from. Before we end the show today, let me get you to the fucking. I want to get you to the desert, and I just want you to fucking see what it's like in the in the dunes of fucking Evermore. All right. Well, don't forget to give me the dune buggy. How do I fast travel? I don't know. Boop. So when you get when it pop when it loads up. Switched cars to the fucking little, little buggy guy. But yeah, I mean, PAX is creeping up on us too. We get PAX and, and Switch. Mm-hmm. We have the Switch first, and then the following weekend PAX. Um, so yeah, so the Switch is in, what's today, 18th? Yes. So yeah, less than two weeks. Less than two weeks we get the Switch. Um, it actually might be. 13 days because it comes out on a Friday. But oh, damn it. PAX, I can't fucking wait for. PAX is going to be a fucking blast. The, fi- the schedule finally got fucking released yesterday, right? Yeah. Um. So we got to go through that and really pick out what we're going to do. Uh, if you're going to be at PAX this year, uh, fucking say hello. We'll be there all three days. We are always there all three days. Uh, but you see us out there, fucking hit us up. Let us know. Chat with you for a little bit. Talk he about will, some, I will. Talk about, yeah. He's like, fuck you. I'm fucking riding around in this dune buggy real quick. I enjoy this game, though. Like I said, it's a good game to just kind of fuck around. I mean, there's a competitive aspect to it, too, because you can actually participate in races. Um, But this little desert area is really fun, because it's fucking digging around. Okay. 
So what do you like? What's your next game purchase, Mike? Not until Splatoon two. Well, it depends on when I get my hands on the Switch. When, or if I get my hands on the Switch. So, if I get the Switch, then I will pick up some game. Ooh. I can't. I might pick up Zelda, but I just feel too apprehensive about trying to get myself invested in that game because I feel like it's going to be a lot of work. And as you can see here, what I really want to do is just do this. Yeah. Woohoo! Uh, so this is, this is what scares me sometimes about open world games and this is where I th from the looks of it Nintendo's getting right with Zelda mm. is that a lot of times like you know Skyrim or you know Elder Scrolls or fucking Dragon Dragon Quest um not Dragon Quest Dragon Age Dragon Quest is a completely different game mm -hmm. um a lot of time with games like that there's a there's a big learning curve a steep learning curve so you have to learn all of these different things and how the world <laughs> operates. And that takes a lot of time in some of those games. Like, there's a lot of things you need to understand before you can really dig into it. And it's very time-consuming. What, From what I can see, again, I haven't played Zelda yet, so I can't really make a full, a full analysis here. But from what it looks like to me is that it has some of these mechanics that would be in-depth in other games in similar types of settings or genres but it looks like they've not simplified them but made them very understandable and approachable so like you have to you know you're you're it's a there's survival elements which are newer to zelda where like you know the temperature the cold the heat can hurt you uh you have to cook your own food stuff like that but it, it seems like they've made it understandable and easy to understand quickly so you can you can grasp how the how the you know the laws of the game work quickly. Um, so I think it will be it'll have all of these elements that might tend to scare people off sometimes because it's an investment. You know what I mean? It's a time investment. Um, I think they've again I don't, simplified isn't the right word. I just think they've made it very understandable and approachable from what I can tell from you know watching a lot of gameplay videos and stuff. Look at you fucking dooning around. Isn't it fun to just fucking dick around on the sand dunes here? Let me find some more sick jumps. You. And not these trees. You love banging in the trees. Go up that fucking mountain to the left. Uh, oh, is it, you can't yeah, go all the way to the top. There are a lot of big hills over here that you can just fucking jump around on. That does not sound good with my engine. Uh -huh. I should probably cool it before I take it back into the shop. Well, you're gonna if you get a Switch too close to launch, you're gonna be able to play the fucking global test fire. Yeah, Splatoon. that's true. I mean, which again is just a weekend, but that's something yeah. you just got fucking rolled. Yeah. So, but again, this really is based off of whether or not I can get my hands on a Switch. Right now, yeah. I haven't. Again, I haven't been trying too hard, but um, it's gonna be pretty difficult for me to get right now. I think for the most part. At this hey, point, pre-orders are podcast. definitely I'm done everywhere. But a lot of retailers will definitely have some non-pre-order switches. It'll just be a matter of, do you want to, you know, go there at launch? I'll be busy that day, most likely. Um, but a lot of retailers have announced they're doing midnight releases. So if it sucks for me because I have to have a meeting that day. So I have to be up at 4.30. Mm -hmm. So 
And I'm sure because the Best Buy that I pre-ordered at usually does minute releases for everything that does minute releases. So I'm like, do I want to just wait up and get it and then just fucking not sleep? Or take a quick nap? It's too much. It's a lot. We'll see what happens. I'll probably end up staying up because I fucking hate my life. Hate my body. Hate my fucking taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's the fucking Switch and it's midnight release. I gotta be there. I gotta be there. But, I don't know. Covered a lot today. Yep. Talked about some things. True. So, uh... It's true. I'm way past the hour mark, and I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a little... Oh, no, did I hit a kangaroo? A little didgeridoo. No, I don't think there's... I think it was just like a... Yeah, I don't think there's... For I, don't, I don't think there's... I don't think there's living things yeah. anywhere in this game. For good reason. Um, but yeah, until next time.